I, I've always wanted to call the Marty Cup. I've always wanted to be involved in their own. I love my schoolboy sport. You know, anyone that's listened to me knows I'm passionate about Mount Albert Grammar School and for, for, um, for a whole lot of personal reasons. Um, and they were the first ever winners of the Marty Cup back in 1947. The famous pyramid base of the Marty Cup was was made in the woodwork shop in 1951 at Mount Albert Grammar. And I've always wanted to call it, and I was lucky enough to be given the opportunity uh, on Friday and Saturday to do the finals. It's the largest secondary schools event in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, under 15s, under 16s, under 17s, under 18s. Across all the different rowing classes, all the rowing classes that you see at the Olympic Games, the pairs, the single scales, the Cox Four, etc. And it sort of culminates on the final day uh, with the two big races, the under 18 eights for the girls, which is known as the Jubilee Levin Cup, which was donated by, I think, the Mayor of Levin um, after these centenary celebrations back in 1981, and it was raced on the Whanganui River. And then, of course, the Māori Cup, as I mentioned, uh, which this year was in its 76th year, and that is always set to go around about 10 to 5 on the final day. But it's a really, really busy schedule. And a lot of smaller schools ended up doing very, very well in the smaller boats. But when it comes to the fours and when it comes to the eights, it's those traditional schools, those schools that do place emphasis on rowing. And on the women's side or the girls' side, it's Rangiruru. They are just a dynasty. They, they, they won it for the 17th time, first school in history to go first and second, which they did on Saturday afternoon. The men's race, well, there was a lot of discussion before it that it would come down to Hamilton Boys High School, the defending champions, up against St. Bede's, um, one of many great Christchurch schools in rowing, including Christ, Christchurch Boys, um, and very rarely does a race maybe live up to the hype. This did. It became the closest race in the history of the Cup with St Bede's beating Hamilton by five one-hundredths of a second. And I've got to say, it's one of the best things I've watched and one of the best things that I've had the privilege of calling. So I thought tonight that I'd get Garth Galloway on because Garth is, I want to talk about the Black Caps and I also want to talk about the cricket but I know that he's had family heavily involved with the rowing scene down in Christchurch and particularly with Rangiruru and so Garth's on the programme, he joins us. Garth, good evening, welcome. Hey Mark, how are you? I, I never thought I'd be on a, on one of your programmes talking rowing and, I'm, and I have to say I, I'm not an aficionado but I am passionate. No, no, but I mean, I think it was your daughter that's coached at Rangiruru in the past and also went through the school and also rode herself. But I guess the thing, you're, you are very familiar uh, with the Christchurch school scene down there. And when it came down to it, particularly on the women's side, it was the Christchurch schools that dominated with the likes of St Margaret's and on the boys' side, OK, Hamilton Boys High School, but it's traditionally those Christchurch schools. So what's in the water? Why are Rangiruru so good? And how important is it to that student body? Mm. Um, well, it's interesting. So, so my daughter left there in 2020. Uh, she was you know, a, a shy girl when she went there from Kashmir Primary. She'd hate me talking like this on national radio, but that's okay. I'm going to do it. Um, and, you know, she said she wanted to have a go at rowing. And she would ride her bike in from Kashmir. And anyone who knows Dyer's Pass Road in Hackthorn, there's a good, you know, it's good going downhill, but it's good grunt going up. She'd ride into school, she'd meet her friends, they'd ride up the Kurds Reach, they'd row, they'd ride back into school, they'd do a day there, and then she'd ride home again. And that was the, that was kind of the ethos. Um, and it was never questioned, she never got a bus, she never got a lift in, it was just hard work. And 
and I remember Mark actually the first day I was reflecting on it today. You know, the first day she got onto a road bike and she met her friend. We gave her a bit of practice, and we uh, at least my wife gave her some practice and took her across town on a road bike and got her used to it. She went down Lincoln Road, met a friend who is you'll you'll have seen the Vance family featuring for um, Rangi Ruru. So Nicole yep. and Lucy were both multiple gold medalists this time round. Samantha, the older sister, was was Francesca's best friend. They met at Lincoln Road. They rode into through to Rangi through the park, and the first bollard she got to her back, you know, her pack on the back caught on the bollard, and she was flipped off a bike, and she came home with cuts and bruises. And we just said, well, you're just going to have to do a lot better. <laughs> and that's kind of how her rowing, you know, that, that, that was the first day and, and that's how it carried on. So, it, you know, you ask about the Christchurch schools. I've I, I just reflected on St. Bede's success and um, I've got a lot of mates who went through that organisation and there's a fierce rivalry. Uh, but to see them succeeding in the way that they did not long ago, I acted for St. Bede's College when uh, one of the young rowers uh, jumped onto the, you know, the where the, 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 the conveyor belt where the, um, where the bags come off on the airport. And, of course, he was sent home and St. Bede's had great problems rowing. And in the end, they sought an injunction against the school. And I, I just reflected on that, you know, six or seven years ago. And to see, and there were so many good people involved in St. Bede's rowing, it was fantastic. And to see them turn around now and win uh, both the under-18-4 and the under-18-8, I, I, I just think it's a remarkable achievement. It's incredible. St. Andrews did it a few years ago too. Uh, again, with Dale Mark doing the coaching, as you pointed out, Mark, um, and, you know, again, for the first time, they won both of those trophies a few years ago as well. So... It, you know, the, the Christchurch schools seem to have an amazing um, re resilience, a great history, but Rangi, uh, they're next level, aren't they? They're incredible. Yeah, because one thing, um, I, I had Alex Kennedy as my expert. Alex was a member of the New Zealand 8. He was brilliant. That, yeah, out of um, Rangiora, and he made the Olympic team in 2016 as a member of the 8. And one thing he noticed was that the girls were much smaller than, say, some of the other teams, slighter builds perhaps, but just so yep. technically well-drilled. And maybe that is the difference. Well, the coaching team has changed a bit since uh, my daughter left there, but she was, by comparison, tiny. And um, she medalled in the golds and the under the Novi eight, the under fifteen eight, the under sixteen eight. They got a bronze in the seventeen eight, and then of course she was head of rowing in the final year when uh, COVID took over. But they were a much much smaller crew than some of the other crews. Um, and you've seen I don't know if you've seen the Vance girls, but Samantha was tiny by comparison, but they put on a lot of muscle. Yeah. Uh, Nicole is the same and Lucy and yet Nicole's rode New Zealand under 19 last year uh, Lucy is exceptional you know and they are they are if you saw them in the flesh you'd just go how do they do it so technique must play a huge part of it massive part of it mm -hmm. but also uh, they are phenomenally tough you know they know that and I heard you talking in your commentaries a lot and I thought you did an amazing job it's not easy and they go they understand pain and they suffer it, and they go through it, and they don't give up. Mm. And, and, you know, it's hard to coach that. Oh, no, I agree. I think it's very hard to coach. I think it's almost an inherent quality from my experiences and from being around sort of endurance-based sports. So, Rangi, their biggest rival is St Margaret's. Is, you know, you've got to have Agassiz without Sampras. Is that 
is that, is that, is, is that the landscape yep. down there? And, and what is it amongst the boys? I mean, I, I sort of um, get a sense that anybody in Christchurch but Christ's. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So in terms of the girls, um, Rangi, obviously, St Margaret's are the, are the number one opposition and St Margaret's have a great record in, in, in South Island rowing and international rowing. Um, when again, when we were involved with Rangi's program, uh, Girls High was strong. And again, I think one of the things that you notice, and you talked about it a lot in your commentaries, so much of it depends on who the coaches are. So there's no coincidence that where the the best coaches go, the schools put a program in and they perform. But they need a lot of support from parents. It's not it, it's not a cheap sport. And I would love to see the environment being evened up even more between private schools and public schools. You know, this is a, yeah. I think it's a really important thing. And one of the thrills was to see some beads winning. Um, and, and when, and, and Girls High were very strong a few years ago. The other mm. school that I was really thrilled about is because our kids went through Kashmir Primary School, yeah. just utterly thrilled to see Kashmir High School meddling on a few occasions. And obviously they've put a lot of effort in, in, as well. Um, well, but the, these programs cost a lot of money, and um, you know you, you can see the private schools are, are at an advantage in some respects. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Kashmir, I think they have twenty-seven in their program. I think they sent eighteen athletes yeah. to the uh, Māori Regatta, and they were in nine finals and picked. But, up. Uh, that's incre- that's an incredible achievement, and they were, you know, not that long ago for for. for a single Kashmir crew to get into an A final would have been a remarkable yeah. achievement. I mean, it always is because you know how tough those A finals are. Hmm. But to see that school, you know, that that is just it, it's a it, you you know they fight against the odds. It's a remarkable achievement. It's a yeah. great school. Yeah, well, one thing I liked about Rangiruru, where perhaps I don't agree with maybe the way say Hamilton Boys High do things, is that Rangiruru enter right through all the age groups across all the different categories. It's not just about keeping your powder dry. Um, where I sometimes wonder whether the bigger schools, it's more a case of, well, we don't mind losing the odd battle, but we want to win the war, we want to win the Māori, or we want to win um, the Levin Jubilee Shield or the Dawn Cup or the Springbok Shield. Um, when my daughter was at Rangi, the the emphasis was, it was interesting. I always felt that the emphasis was on the underage, the lower crews. So, you know, they won the Novi rowing for, I don't know, five or six years in a row. They won the gold medal. It was an expectation that when you went into that novice crew, you would win the eight. Um, you know, in her year, they won the 15-8, they won the 16-8. And then they would struggle a bit. So 17-8, they got third. Um, they couldn't, they didn't row in the COVID year in her last year, but they wouldn't have won it. I'm absolutely sure of that. Mm. Um, and, you, you know, there was a real focus on that, and they have, Changed the focus, but they still seem to want to row strongly all the way through. And you know, I, I, I do think those underage crews are really important. I mean, surely if you've got crews who are at the top of the game at that level, that's going to translate, you know, mm. to, to the next years. But obviously, when you have, um, and again, I don't know how many rowers Rungi had on their program this year, but if you have sixty or seventy people turning up, you know, to row, you've got an advantage over the the, the clubs with twenty seven. Mm. And, you know, the fall-off rate is interesting. I can remember a few years ago, um, Rangi cancelled. So they, 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 one of the very few occasions where weather affected uh, the finals day. And in, uh, in Twizel, the finals day was concertina, so everything was brought together. And Rangi cancelled the 17-8 that year. They, stro- they, they, they took them out of the main race. 
And that announcement went through on the Friday night. And you can imagine, uh, Mark, that for those girls who hadn't, who were in their final year and hadn't made the 18-8, uh, that was going to be their moment. And they were scratched because the races were too close together and the focus at that stage, mm. even though I've talked about running, having the focus on the underage crews, they wanted to win mm. the 18-8. And, and, and interestingly, they got second, but it created a hell of a you know a kerfuffle as you can imagine mm. and it, it, again it's just interesting i always felt you just, you have to trust the coaches you well, have to go with the program you, it is what it is yeah you also just have to stand back sometimes and go hey it's school and these kids are entitled to that opportunity and so there's that as well and, of it, course. and it is okay to lose <laughs> sometimes um it, it, yeah it, and, it, and i and look that's the balance and that didn't happen on that occasion and i supported i, I you know i supported the school but gee whiz, you understand the disappointment because these girls have rode for four years and they've given their guts. Yeah, no, look, yeah, absolutely. It's interesting because I, 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 when I was an athlete back in the day, a friend of mine who was a very good cyclist had come out of Westlake Boys, and I, I wasn't aware of the significance of the story that he told me almost 30 years ago until yesterday. And now he was in a Westlake crew in 1991. They lost it by 0.9 of oh, a second to St. Bede's. And St. Bede's ran, ran them down. So the two Marty Cups that St. Yeah. Bede's have won, have they've both won by less than a second. Remarkable. <laughs> well, and, and what a dramatic way for them to do it. And, and you know, you were, in, you were caught in no man's land waiting for the result there. It's not easy. Oh, no, no. And we, then it, we, it's funny, that just it's just part of the narrative now, isn't it? You know, and, um, absolutely. I, and the news have picked up on it. And it's like, hey, we... we well, pretty much said, yeah, it's Hamilton. So, you know, in hindsight, you go, okay, should we have, you know, but it is what it is. You saw the emotion of the Hamilton guys. You saw the disappointment of St. Bede's. And then yeah. suddenly everybody was just taken off guard. I mean, you heard, um, you, you know, you heard Alex screaming basically when he saw the result come up. So, yeah. yeah. But but it just, and, I, yeah, the it one adds, thing, Mark, I would it. say, and I know we're just chatting, is, is, is I, I would say to your listeners, if you've never watched it, try and pin it down next year and put it on the YouTube, the live coverage mm. it, it you know if i hadn't been introduced into rowing until my daughter took part having said that my my, my wife's family so my three nieces by nephews by marriage all won the marty cup at christ college so three boys so three brothers and they all won it in, in different years which is quite an achievement but i, I really do think that it, you know anyone would enjoy the coverage it's spectacular and to see these wonderful athletes giving everything for their schools it's it's there's nothing else like it nothing yeah, oh, look, I think it's the pinnacle event, personally, um, yep. for both the boys and the girls. Uh, look, Garth, um, it is 16 minutes after eight. Can I get you to go and make a cup of tea and then I can take a break and come back and talk cricket, or do you want to hang around and do it right now? Uh, look, I'll, look, I'm sitting in the hotel. Uh, there's no tea-making facilities, but I will stand by. Is that okay? I just, I just want to, of course, just, I just want to bookend this because that conversation's been so good. I just want to come in cleanly now and do the cricket.